0: You're listening to the weekly wrap up on Spot Money News. Hello, and welcome back to this week's weekly wrap up here on Spot Money News. I'm your host Jeff Rutherford, and on the line today we have our German, Mister Eric Sprott. Good morning, Eric. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Hey, Jeff. I'm doing well. How is everybody?
0: I'm doing just fine, Eric. But from what we can see about the economy in Greece, I'm not sure if everybody else is doing fine, but I'm doing good. So let's just start off generally speaking about the economy. So we saw some U.S. data released yesterday. That surprise shows us that the economy is not doing so well. What are your thoughts in terms of what we're seeing about the economy in general? And likewise, these job numbers that have been released recently, Eric.
1: Well, you know, I hate to sound redundant, but, uh, you know, there's no recovery. And we just had the IMF reduce the... Uh forecast for GDP for the world. This is typically what happens. We start off thinking it's going to be a great year and then it just gets worse and worse. Of course, the biggest element of concern is, you know, what might ultimately transpire in China here. We've had this huge run up in the market, then we have the huge decline. The hands of the central planners are in there. Um it just looks like things could really cool out. In China here going forward, because there's been so much money lost, I think the losses were in excess of $3 trillion. I mean, that's a huge amount of money in the world, let alone in China. So everything is pretty punky. The jobs numbers last week, which everyone must say, I mean, they look pretty good. But when you got to look behind the numbers, which we didn't have that chance when we spoke last Friday, you know, I forget the number, I think it was 233,000 jobs created. But the reality was was 640,000 people fell into the workforce. Now, that is not uh, an, a precursor of uh, strong GDP growth, and I think we're going to see that in uh, in all the numbers going forward. It's the same old story that things just can't hold together here. The central planners keep coming up with initiatives to try to keep people buying things, but uh, as you know, incomes are stagnant. Even the report last week, uh, hourly wages were flat year over year or so. And there's lots of inflation around. There's been some great work done on inflation. There's no way it's 2%. In fact, I'm reading this week that the Medicare premiums in the States, the, um, the requests for hikes, range from 20 to 40%. I mean, they're just unbelievable increases in terms of inflation. And it's already probably one or first or second in people's biggest expenses in the States right now. So these are huge inflationary items. So there's no hope that the economy can ever get anywhere near uh, escape velocity as they keep wanting to talk about. So it'll just be muddling along here and uh, keeping the fingers in the dike one way or another, but it's, it's obviously, it's not going to hold.
0: So Eric, let's switch over to again, yet again, Greece. Again, we don't want to sound like a broken record, but really at this point in the game, how could we not talk about the Greek debt crisis? So, latest update is Greece offered to make spending cuts and hike taxes late yesterday, more or less in a last-ditch request to kind of win more bailout from Europe before they fall into bankruptcy. So, Athens was seeking at least 50 billion euros over the next three years. So in exchange for all of this, the government presented a number of austerity measures, again, that were said to be a total of between 12 and 13 billion euros, which again is significantly more than Greece actually borrowed before. So, after all of this, again, the chair on top, the finance minister, Mr. Fire himself, Yanis Varoufoukis, resigns from his post. And I'm thinking this may actually have to do with the fact, again, of Cyprus looking into austerity measures, which is something that. The Greek people and Verifoukis were starkly against. What are your thoughts in terms of what we're seeing over in Greece this week, Eric?
1: Well, I've always thought that the ECB would try to bail out uh, Greece because the ECB effectively owns their banking system now. They are the majority of the deposits and they don't want the banking system to to fail because it would be the ECB's loss. Um, And I'm a little surprised that Greece has come back and made further offers after their. Uh, rather significant vote on uh, sunday and i'm as I'm reading what uh, Mr. Asturrius is doing, I mean it just seems he's turning his back on his uh on his voters here because they voted for no further austerity, and the first thing he does is offer bigger cuts so i don't know whether that would ever pass in Greece quite frankly, with that kind of um significant majority of people not wanting austerity now I'm not particularly suggesting that Greece is in any decent financial shape to to accomplish much, although I do believe, and I've said this before, that I think if they just uh, repudiated the debt, they're going to be way better off as a country than continuing to just kick the can down the road here. So uh, I'm a little shocked at the uh, the president of Greece uh, sort of changing his tact here, whether that is uh, successfully agreed to by his own party seems very moot at the present time. So... um We'll just have to see. It's like a dog and pony show here. The fact is, as was stated long ago, Greece is broke, and there's many other countries that are also in the same position. So it'll be, it, it will be laughable no matter what happens. I think that's the fairest uh, conclusion. So,
0: Eric, switching over to precious metals now, let's take a look at what's happening with gold. So through all of this whole economic Drama with Greece. The two biggest beneficiaries have really been the U.S. dollar and the Japanese yen. So usually in these situations, demand for safe haven assets are you know it's it's natural in times of uncertainty. People usually go to gold. But from what we're seeing now, gold should be performing well. However, instead of it rising, it's fallen to the lowest level in, in 15 weeks intraday. So. What are your thoughts in terms of the movement of gold, Eric, through all this economic turmoil that we're seeing in Greece?
1: Well, you know, the really ironic thing is the demand for gold and silver, particularly silver, has actually been quite strong here, as uh, as recognized by, you know, the U.S. Mint running out of silver eagles, a number of uh, coin dealers saying, you know, it basically uh, sold out here, the U.K. Mint saying that, you know, sales to Greek people doubled in June, and other mints... Uh, suggesting that their um, their demand has been very strong here. And of course, it just draws up the difference between the paper markets and the physical market. And uh, we already know that we can see that the commercials have been uh, covering your short in the COMEX. There was a great article on Zero Hedge that was discussed that in, in a matter of about two and a half hours, two hundred and forty million ounces of silver traded hands and undoubtedly the bankers were buyers covering your short on the engineered takedown and the um, the hedge funds were the sellers and I just don't know why these hedge funds act so stupid all the time that they keep going back to the well and every time they come up empty. And if they would just stop giving supplying the fodder to the commercial banks to to rip them off every six or eight weeks, I think we'd be better off. But, uh, you know, they they look at the computers, they see it breaking down, they short it. And, of course, the the banks have have arranged to knock the price down, so it looks like it's breaking down. And then, of course, they buy it back again. So, uh, I suspect we'll see some uh, good um, commitment of traders' uh, data this week, and probably even better next week, uh, which would suggest that the commercials have uh, flip-flopped on from going short to going long. So, Uh, All the physical data is very positive. The paper data, of course, is atrocious. But there's this stupid manipulation game going on that uh, I I just wish people would stop participating so they wouldn't have this opportunity of whipping things around like that and just let the, the physical markets take over. And hopefully, you know, with these new markets opening up in China, we might see that. All I can say is the reason for owning gold. Whether you live in Greece, whether you live in Venezuela, no matter what country, uh, even Canada. I mean, the Canadian dollar's been weak here. The price of gold is up in Canadian dollars, as it is in euros and most other most currencies other than the U.S. currency. Quite frankly, so I I think that the reason for optimism Mm -hmm. increases all the time. I'm happy to see that the uh, the silver eagles sold out. I prefer that the mint, quite frankly, kept buying silver. And selling the coins so that we could see a real price determination uh, made up from the physical the true physical market. So I, I think that things are well in place to go well here and we have all this central planning actions going on in the various markets. I mean it's just it's kinda of ridiculous to look at what's happening in China here that you know the government's gotta come in and support the market. We know that this was national bank and didn't buy stocks and I wouldn't of course be surprised to see that other uh, Western democracies or central banks are very active, whether indirectly or directly in the stock market. But the fundamentals uh, don't support the stock prices, and the fundamentals do support uh, precious metals going higher. So I'm certainly looking forward to a big uh, change in events. When it will happen, I don't know. But as I repeatedly say, you got to hold the fort here because the, the theory is not wrong and the actuality, on the streets is not wrong, so we will get our day.
0: Well, as usual, Eric, we always appreciate your insight here on the weekly wrap-up, and we look forward to speaking to you in the weeks to come.
1: Okay, Jeff, all the best.
0: And to our listeners, thank you for listening. This is Jeff Rutherford for the weekly wrap-up here on Sprout Money News. Have a great weekend.